This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. Your name's in the title. It's pretty cool. So how you doing, man? I'm good, Judd, and yourself? Oh, not bad. What do you got? Is there someone else here? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. We'll, we'll introduce him in a second, but I just want to, like, um, get things get things started, because, like, I... I mentioned, like, you know, this tonight is going to be talking about, like, um, the new show and jump title, Spy X Family or Spy Cross Family. It's like, it's kind of weird how you're supposed to pronounce mm. that. But I, but even though, like, Japan probably ca- calls it Spy Spy Cross Family, I think it's like Spy X Family because, well, it's not super popular yet. But it could be because, um, as far as like, Shonen Jump series go, um, this is a series that's been topping on the popularity polls in Japan. And I've been reading about, about its success on Anime News Network for over a year now. So once um, once the first volume um, came out here in the U.S., I thought, okay, I'm going to read this just to see if it's up my alley. Then I read it, and I realized, yeah, you know what? I think I might need some additional perspectives on this, just to say it's like, you know, am I getting too old? It's like, is this just, like, really weird? It's like, or is like, you know, it's a version of a James Bond, a reality based on James Bond movies. And we're talking like the, the pre-Daniel Craig era. It's like, just, just show kind of ridiculous. So I'd like to welcome back to the podcast, um, my good, my good friend, Myron. Hey, Myron. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Myron. Great to have you back. And also, you for me on. yeah. And also like, well, want to welcome Rob, my good friend, Rob back as well, too. Hey, Jason, Myron, John. Hey. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> Yeah, glad, glad to have you back, back, Rob, as well. So, um, I think we can all agree that this 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 series this series feels very uh, reminiscent of like old school James Bond. Or if I'm wrong, please let me know now. I so I completely forgot about that framing when I was reading this. Um, I know you had said that when we were going into it, and I am so. Uh, you know, it's 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 so you know, manga, anime, like it, it doesn't it doesn't really feel like James Bond to me. I'm sorry to counter you on that, but no, maybe no, I wasn't like, looking at it in the right perspective, and I wasn't really uh, uh, thinking about it at, at the time. Um, I suppose I could have more to say, but do you want to go into why it feels like James Bond to you? Basically, it's just like it's just got that whole like you know eight. It's like very eighties like spy spy movie feel to it. I mean, because even though the film the sorry the manga doesn't say it, it really feels like it's taking place in like eighties East Germany, where it's like you know like the the go- the government was like was like all all up in all all up in monitoring its like it like its citizen its citizens actions. It's like and just you know just being just being like a very very um com- communistic um fascist um sur- surveillance state. It's like. And um, it's it's this kind of like set that we find like the main character, um, Twilight, um, who is basically like the the who's basically our Bond type character. He is the, he is the master spy. The guys, he is a master of disguise. Like he like he get he gets shit done. We're introduced to him like just he he's basically like we are introduced to him like after he's like you know like shown to have cut the brakes on a um on a it's like on a diplomat's car, causing him to die. So I mean, like he's like he's he's basically like like the master spy here. It's like, and like you know, it's like when you think about that, you kind of think you you really do kind of think like Bond, like for me at least. Um, 
like what? Myron? Like, am I like? So you I mean, said. Uh, I, I just want to say, you said '80s Bond. Do you think there's a difference between '80s Bond, '70s Bond, and '60s Bond? Okay, um, you, that's a good point, John. Because as I, I, I mean, because I, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, it's like I think that this is a series where, um, like, the, if Roger Moore, if Roger Moore's Bond had read this, he would have looked at, he would have read this and go, I think this is quite silly, really. Well, at, at, at least for me, um, reading into this first mission, you know, I'm I'm a bad student. I didn't I haven't finished this whole uh, volume yet. But after reading the first mission, I got more of an Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible uh, vibe when I first read into it, just because um, seeing how Twilight went about to get the pictures and the information that he went to. To, to gather and infiltrate and after he disguised himself as the point of contact to get those pictures and then the actual point of contact came after the fact and the and and the gentleman who provided the pictures was like wait weren't you just here and he pulled the disguise off the mask off uh, it just I, it just it just pulled me back to uh mission impossible one Okay, I, I definitely see what you're saying there in the sense that, you know, Mission Impossible is absolutely all about, like, you know, like, the, the disguises and all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's like, um, I, get, I get what you're saying there. It's like, that's a very valid point. It's like, I, but just like, I mean, like, the thing is, like, about the series, it's never specified what time frame it's being set in, but it feels like the 80s. I mean, there's no mention of the internet. It's like, there's no, it's like, you know, mention it's like you know, like computer graphics or, or whatnot. It feels like you know, it's like we're talking. We're, like it's being said in a in a, uh, in a time before like you know, the information superhighway like has been has been established, really. And I could agree with you there because, like, I mean, so far from what I've read, I've read, I, I haven't seen any indication that it, it's taken place in an era where there is you know, cell phones or modern technology. I mean, a lot of the spy gear that Twilight has is more uh, radio frequency and using, like, cipher uh, cipher coding text. So, um, yeah, it's like he, he meets a guy, like, in a, like at a train station who, um, who I actually, he, he sits, they're sitting down next to each other in, like, at a bench, and then the guy gets up and goes, meow. And yeah. Like, and he's like, like, oh, this is the, uh, that's a cipher for this, for this particular mission. Right, and that's where, and I, and I like that transition on that scene because he's reading the newspaper, and you see like, y- you see like this text that says hello. So it it kind of illustrates and shows that he's ciphering the text for us on what his next mission is, and of course, like, you know, Twilight is that kind of like we, we're introduced as like Twilight being like the best of his field and the best. Uh, for uh, for his country, and he is cold calculating. And when his next mission is like, yeah, you need to, um, you know, infiltrate this target, and in order to do that, you need to establish a family. And he kind of spits back up, and you're just kind of like, from that vibe, I'm just kind of like, oh, he's not the type of like person to get close too close to anybody because just like a bond or just like any type of super spy they only get close in order to accomplish the task not necessarily out of personal humanistic reasonings yeah but it also kind of feels like a very 80s type thing 
in the sense that, you know, like, hey, it's like, you know, this, like, this guy who's, like, you know, like, a very, very manly type character doing, like, manly things, like, spying. Well, mm-hmm. now he's got to, like, you know, to, like, adapt to, like, this new world, which means starting a family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... I agree with with you. I get the, I get the eighties bit uh, there. The setting, I, I totally agree that you know that it feels like that. I ha- I'm not really like a big student of history, so when you started talking about the East Germany stuff, I, I, then then I got it because when I was reading it, I was more thinking of it along along the lines of like 1984, with the with the you know neighboring states and how they were against each other, and I wasn't really uh, I uh, could connect it to the real world where that makes more sense. Uh, it's like, you know, same difference, like six of one, half a dozen of the other. I guess so. So it's like, and, but, you know, like it's, but this kind of like leads into the fact that, you know, that um, our, that like our main guy, like Twilight, well, like who was asked to adopt the alias as Lloyd Forger, wink, mm-hmm. wink. Um, <laughs> it's like, he's like, well, now he's got to, in order, like his next mission is to, um, t- is to help um, take out the uh, leader of the, one, one of the key, um, like government officials of this opposing nation. But, this guy, this official is like so, it's like, you know, tired and secretive that he only comes out for like school functions relating to his kid. Well, now Twilight has to, um, like get into this, um, get into this prestigious, um, academy, the Eden Academy. And in order to do that, well, he needs two things, a daughter and a wife. And that's where this, the series just, you know, kind of goes, which, which, you know, I'm, you know, on one hand, like, you know, like, I'm fine with, like, you know, a series adopting, like, you know, basic, like, a, like a Bond-level reality and all. But this is where the series just kind of makes you go, uh, okay. It requires, like, further suspicion of disbelief than I do for, like, you know, like, a, like an 80s or 70s-style Bond movie. Or 90s, really, Bond movie. Because, hey, as much as I love um, Pierce Brosnan stuff, I will say that The Invisible Car does, definitely required like, its own kind of suspicion of disbelief. Yeah. So... But um, but his but in order to do this, well, it's not just that 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 um Forger has to adopt a girl. Well, he doesn't just adopt any girl. He winds up adopting a psychic girl, a telepath, Anya. Which um, okay, I mean it's kind of like that. That's kind of like this is a thing. Like to be to be sure, and um, and to uh, the Monica's credit, I think that he kind of like, makes this work as best. As best as he can, as he can, it's like in like in the opening chapter, because um, I guess if you're depending on how savvy you are to genre conventions, you can kind of see how things are going in the like in the first chapter. But um, like with Anya, it's kind of like she's kind of like this like this poor like orphan who was like like started off as this like you know like uh, this this victim of government experimentation, and then eventually wound up in a uh, foster home, and now she's kind of like. You know, she realizes that oh, like this guy who's come to adopt, who's come to adopt someone. Oh, it's like he's kind of the spy. I want to be, I want to be with him. It's like, and I want to be with him because I don't want to go back to being like in a foster home. It's like, wow, this is this is fascinating, but it's also like really kind of dark and weird as well. I think. Uh, you know, I was I, I was a little bit more emotionally drawn to uh the care like to both characters during this time frame too because you know when when twilight went to the orphanage to he he went basically like to go, quote unquote go shopping like yeah 
It's almost yeah, it's almost this as is his, true. It's it's almost as is as if his intent was like I'm just gonna pick a kid, and and uh, and, and it is what it is, and he had no emotional tie whatsoever because this is just a mission for him. Anya, on the other hand, you know, with this telepathic ability, and nobody knows that she has this ability, was kind of able to pick up on it and actually do things that Twilight was thinking about to impress him, like, in order to have him select her. Like, oh, okay, this this girl, wow, she could solve this crossword puzzle. Or, okay, she, she seems intelligent. She could, pa- she could probably pass the test, but she might be too short. And then she kind of stood up. And I, I think that for her, who uh, has gone through multiple foster homes and gone through experiments, like, she wants, like a genuine family and a genuine place to belong. And the, the orphanage that she came from was just so run down and ragged. So like when you, when she gets picked up, it's kind of like a stereotype of stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, it's almost as if like, you know, uh, you're happy that she got selected, even though you kind of knew she would be, um, you're just kind of happy. Like, okay, now she has a quote unquote home, but, I can already tell from reading this that both of these characters are going to feed off and learn from each other. And, and even though like twilight comes off as like a hard ass, like this girl's going to end up, you know, warming, warming up to him eventually. Yeah. One thing I, I did like about um, Anya, and this is more of a, a meta textual thing is that it looked like, you know, it's like, well, she's a telepath and she can obviously read their minds, but in the context of the uh, comics, it looked like she there. There are a lot of scenes for me where it looked like she was looking at the te- at the uh, the text bubbles for the characters, mm-hmm. and look, she was like, read, she, she, she saw what they were what they were thinking in the text, and like uh, just going off of that. And I, I thought that that was really cool and and kind of kind of kind of cute as well. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't I didn't notice that, but now that you say it, I I, I kind of see that around here. Uh, I, and I want to comment on. Myron, for only reading, you know, the first chapter, you sure seem to uh, have a depth of understanding of this that that I <laughs> did not pick up on. Oh, to Jason, to you know, when Jason brought this up, I know, I know, I'm very familiar with shonen manga and volumes and how deep they are, and just from reading this first chapter, like Twilight kind of exhumes a, a Sasuke slash. <laughs> I guess Naruto that that kind of vibe where you're introduced to the character and how they are and and what the cold they're, hard ass not not necessarily not necessarily like the cold hard ass per se like yeah but you're presented of like who this character is and I can already spin like this guy is going to go through some learning lessons that is going to change his entire life not necessarily as him as a spy but just him as a human being because when he has that flashback when he was a child and he was crying and why he ended up ended up becoming a spy like obviously he has a drive like he wants to protect others and especially children so that children don't have to go through the same thing that he has to and throughout the first mission he says oh i hate kids like i hate this like honestly, like ne- not necessarily you do, but you have a drive about yourself, and this girl is going to be a particular 
catalyst to your change. And I haven't got, I'm on mission two, like I'm about to start mission two in which he needs to acquire a wife. And I know you're about to touch on this, but I'm on mission two and I can already kind of see kind of like skimming and reading ahead about the woman that will be selected. She might have to go through some type of change or catalyst as well. And so like, I'm kind of glad that you brought this series up to me because I think after bleach, uh, there, I wasn't, and, and ac- actually, I take that back. After My Hero Academia, there wasn't really anything I was paying attention to or keeping up with this. But I can kind of agree with you. Like after reading this and seeing the artwork and just seeing the layout of how this story is going to play out, I think I'm going to start paying attention to this series now. Okay, um, it's like I I appreciate how you brought up his um, the wife character um your who shows up in the in the uh following chapter after the after the introduction he's like cause like even though it's like you know like we talk about like yo know, the, the first chap there's the first chap th- this volume takes like five chapters but the thing is like the first chapter is like 70 pages so it's like all so it's like a huge chunk of the volume right there but um the thing is with the uh it's like with like the wife character um your who is initially presented as a uh it's like it's like as an office lady type character it's like like talk, just initially just working with her um it's like her you know very very familiar um, office type char- characters well we find let's find out that no she's like she's got her own secrets as well in fact well it's like like while um while twilight is a spy anya is a telepath well yor is an assassin she murders people like like just like for someone known as the shopkeeper and if i was going to say this volume has it has a big issue. It would be with her character. I mean, it's not that like the idea that you know, like she's also hiding something, you know, like as the other um, principal characters are. It's just that the fact that well, it's like well, she's a straight up murderer, and I don't think the series, um, the volume at this point, does enough to make it uh, like as as quote-unquote acceptable as the other characters' personality quirks are. Because we find out that, like, when we find out that she's an assassin, well, she just goes to a uh, hotel, like, because she's told to by her, her boss, murders a bunch of people, washes her hands, and acts acts really conflicted about it. So it's kind of like, yeah, okay, I, I get what they're going at right here, but right now it just kind of feels like, like you just kind of misjudge, like, the severity of like how this character's um, actions are are going to reflect on on the audience as it is. It's like, I mean, like I imagine there's going to be some kind of reckoning once, um, like her once her real once her like profession is revealed to like Anya. Well, okay, Anya kind of kind of gets it, but but um, Twilight like well, he's still kind of in the dark here because because he can't read thought bubbles. So, but the but the real problem with um, with yours thing is that. That the manga um, Tatsuya Endo, well, he he's kind of treating it as as on the same level in the sense that, well, like at at one point, like you know, she kind of like, like at, at at when she's at the party with her um, coworkers, and she's like, and she's being subtly humiliated by them. Well, she's kind of like you're thinking, like, oh man, I should just like kill them. It's like, and uh, you're thinking like, whoa, that's that's kind of extreme right there. And then at one point when um, Twilight is trying to like to socialize. Like her and um, Anya, 
as far as like you know what this, this is what uh, this is what us as high class people do and like and yours kind of like she's kind of like fetishizing over the knife right there it's like oh wow what is this thing right here and it's like that's that's really kind of weird and creepy and it's kind of like you're you're trying to like make comedy out of something that really doesn't kind kind of work especially in <laughs> what is essentially a kid's um like manga here it's interesting that you say that you describe it as when you say it's essentially a kid's manga because I did start reading it to my five-year-old daughter. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, sure I'm sure she loved um, Anya, and uh, she really was focused on. Oh yeah, Anya. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I assigned that name to your for some reason. I was like, no, nah. yeah, yeah. She loves Anya. Um, and at some point I had to be like, you know, am I going to, you know, I started editing words, right? You know, there are certain <laughs> words that I don't want her to know and stuff like that. And then start having you with the princess bride. Sheet, then. Yeah. There was a, there was a point at which, you know, that I think it was that I should murder everybody in the room or something like that. And I showed it to my wife and she's like, you need to skip that page. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, cause obviously I should be having a five year old, uh, girl read, read about this. I mean, uh, cause the reason she wanted to, to to me to read it to her is because I was reading it silently, and I got to this part that I laughed at, and I don't remember what part it was. Um, it was probably, uh, you know, it was, it was something where where Anya was reading somebody's thoughts, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, Iris." I was like, "Oh, like, hey, Daddy, this this, this painting has boobies." No, it wasn't that. Okay. No, I that I I, I don't think I read that to her. So. <laughs> um, but, but I, you know, I, I totally get what you're saying about, uh, about yours, the problematic nature of your, but when I was reading it, you know, on my own, didn't really even cross my mind because I guess it's so, you know, it's so, you know, it's, it's a manga and I expect stuff like this to be happening. I expect there to be somebody, you know, just killing people like this. Like, okay, and that's part of the comedy and I'm okay with it because I'm not I'm not getting immersed. I'm I'm looking at it as as a light, very entertaining read. Um so I totally see what you're saying, but it didn't bother me as much because I thought it was entertaining to see how Anya reacted to it. How, um, uh, you know, the, the situation of somebody that you know is, is a, you know, stone cold killer uh, dealing with uh, raising a child. And, you know, there's a there's a, a part later on where they're they're moving in. Basically, the uh, your is moving into uh, to Twilight's apartment and Anya is carrying a box full of yes. poisoned weapons <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and so she says she says to oh Anya no those are and she doesn't finish it but in her head she says all of my poisoned weapons and you see Anya looking up because she heard the thought and realizing yes. that she's carrying poisoned weapons yes it's like and you know it's it's fair that you're bringing this up because I mean on one hand it's like you know the average age the, like, the collective age of the uh, people who are like you know commenting on this manga is close to say I'm um, 160 170 so <laughs> I mean it's like so I think like so I think like Iris's um, opinion would be valuable here it's like it's like as well but I mean it's like but I mean like like the the latter half of the volume is just kind of like you know kind of comedy bits like that you know just like them trying to uh, learn how to function together as a family unit 
and then as they're going to Eden Academy and then trying to um, bypass the, uh, well, not bypass, but like game the, uh, like the selection process because, well, this is, this is very silly because, you know, it's like while um, Twilight has his own ideas about, you know, how, how to, pa- how to, how to pass things here, they've also got this old English dude who um, is like all that elegance and um, it's like he's just he's just like looking at these people and just thinking, oh, this girl got a thirty-one on on her test. Like it's barely passing, so her parents must must be of the same level as well. And then he sees them not only like you know salute the uh, like the, the the statue of the headmaster of the school, but pull this um fat kid out from the grate. Um, it's like and then like after they get they get dirty because they pull them out of the grate because like the grate was really muddy and all they, then they go, Oh no, this is no problem because we've also brought a spare change of clothes for this as well. And he's like, Oh, this is so elegant. And it's like, yeah. Okay. It's like, I, I get what you're doing right here. And like, at this point I felt, God damn, I'm, I am really too old for this shit. Aren't I? Uh, you mean like you feel that that this is not aimed at you at your age range? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's 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 a jump title, so I mean it automatically isn't um, aimed, oh, okay. aimed, age range as well. I mean, uh, I guess in that in that regards, it's like you know, it's like I mean, like the really the best jump stuff is kind of like timeless. I mean, the last jump title I followed really well was an Assassination Classroom, which um, was about this like. Uh, mute slash alien slash assassin who basically um fell into the the uh, inspirational teacher mo- mold well it's kind of like a uh, imagine a silver age um superman title where superman um blew up the moon blew, blew up part of the moon and then um said that hey in order to keep me from blowing up the rest of the earth now you've got the rest this class i'm going to teach for this next year is going to have to kill me in the meantime so like i said silver age superman but not Dr. Stone. <laughs> no. No, not Dr. Stone. Yeah, but I mean, that that's kind of like, for me, it's like, I, I realize that, like, you know, like, I am thoroughly out of the age range for jump. But at the same time, it's like, I realize that, you know, like, this is like, this is something that is like, it's, it's, it's kind of like the next, next generation right here. So like, I want, it's like, I mean, I just, I, I want, I wanted to get um, more opinions about, about this, about how, how things are going to go. So, anyway, so what did you think of the whole um, selection process, like at Eden Academy, Rob? Uh, so, I will answer that, but I want to say that I feel like you're you're neglecting uh, a part of the uh, of the story that that we've talked about Twilight's motivation for this family, but we have not talked about yours motivation for being part of the family. Good point. Go for that. So, uh, yeah, your seems to be, like you said, seems to be an office worker, secretly an assassin. The thing is, is that she has this social pressure from uh, her co-workers who all think she's really weird because she's, you know, 30, 27 or something like that and not married. And She's uh, an old maid. Yeah, she's an old <laughs> maid. And they're saying that, you know, oh, if if uh, you know that that people may turn you in and uh, they'll think that you're a spy and they'll, you know, like the state will have you executed or something like that. 
And um, so she <laughs> gets passes passes for humor in like not East Germany. Yes. And uh, so she's worried about that. And then at the same time, she has this little brother that she, you know, for some portion of her life raised and he's looking out for her and he's worried about her not having, you know, somebody. So um, the the coworkers invite her to a party. She claims she's going to bring a boyfriend and her motivation is she has to find a boyfriend for this party. Um, mm-hmm. They wind up meeting by chance in a tailor shop and each respectively look at each other uh, and, and decide this, you know, I'm, this person is going to be the person that I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, use for my needs. Um, so that's the motivation for them getting together. I also remember the, the reason that I laughed out loud, um, which is, uh, which is the, the point at which, uh, Lloyd shows up, which, uh, (laughs) I don't want to spoil moments because, but like Lloyd, Lloyd shows up. Lloyd event. I, mean, it, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that Lloyd makes it to the party. But Lloyd makes it to the party in a state that is kind of like uh, quote unquote not socially acceptable. Yes, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, and then they ask for an ex- explanation of okay. why he's in the state. Because like his job, quote unquote, is he's a psychiatrist and he practices concussive therapy. And that's <laughs> I, that's why. The what the moment that left me last is he uh, made me laugh as he walks in the door. Somebody says, "Are you a professional stuntman or something?" And he goes, "I'm a psychiatrist." And <laughs> as if that's the answer. Yes. So I laughed out loud at that. Anyway, so yeah, I just thought that was an important thing uh, to point out was yours motivation in it. Um, they agree. Uh, he they agree to to you know solve each other's problems and the selection process, which is what you asked about, I found very entertaining. Um, I, again, you know, so, you know, manga anime, like, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not totally in, in, I've watched more anime than I've read manga. I know that they're kind of, you know, they all, they come from similar, uh, yeah, it's like I mean, it's like this is the jump title, so I mean, like this is like remember, like like this, like this is ser- this is like this is the magazine that gave us um Dragon Ball, give us right. Naruto, so it's like I mean, like this is like like all like all the like the the really mega popular stuff comes from Jump, so yeah. so so yeah, you know all the the moments with the the surprise of the you know the overreacting about the. Uh, you know the the he's not a headmaster, but he's like a you know some guy on this board that's evaluating them, and he's freaking out about you know he's convinced that they're beneath him. Yet every everything they do is filled with grace and refinement, and he just his overacting is entertaining. Uh, yeah, I I like the bit where like you know once the an once the animal stampede happens, and like everyone's kind of like and he's like well it's like whose idea was this? It's like uh, no this. This wasn't mine. Like, wasn't it yours? It's like, oh my god, this is this is actually happening. And then, um, like, and then the Forger family, like, um, winds up having to uh, intervene in order to to stop things. So it's like, and it's it's ridiculous. It's like, but it's still it's still kind of it's still kind of fun as well. I mean, there there's a confidence to the storytelling that um that I like, that helps people over like. It's like some of like the uh, the, the laps like the gaps in logic that the uh, 
the the execution may have. I mean, it's like the uh, I mean, like I even like the way that the uh, like the volume like the volume ends with the uh, it's like with the uh, family interview. It's kind of like it's like you think that oh man, it's like he's kind of lost here, but no, like in losing, it's like um, Lloyd and his family have actually won here, and like that that was kind of be too, that was kind of to be expected, but at the same time. Like it was still handled, handled in a fairly satisfying manner, because I mean, like overall, it's like I mean, like there's a the series like does play up to convention a lot, and I think that even though like it it feels like very, like thoroughly unrealistic, I mean, even like assassination classroom, it's like still had like some veneer of like of um groundedness once you got past the fact that it. Yeah, it gets involved like a like a, an indestructible teacher with a bunch of tentacles and all, but um, but with uh, but with this, it's like with um, it's like with spy spy X family, it's like even though it's like it's um, I, I felt like it was thoroughly unbelievable for a for a lot of its run. It's like it still has it still managed that that confidence that you expect from like the best of this best of a series. The fact that you know. Even if you look at this and you go, man, this is ridiculous, and I don't believe it at all. It's like you're still kind of feel kind of compelled to go along with it, like, like at the same time. At least, like, I mean, like, like for me, for me, so I I can respect that. Even if like you know, I don't, I'm I'm reading this first of all. I mean, I don't have the same like, uh, like I'm um, confidence in it that I did with um, assassination classroom, which is kind of like my go to. Um, a comparison point point here but that's but that's that's just me at least so guys yep well i mean so like, i guess like we're like unless we want to like put everyone to sleep i guess it's probably start start talking about like you know what like is this is this, like <clears throat> did did what did what we re- read here make us want to um like invest in volume two or whatnot i was actually going to open uh, with, uh, I'm kind of angry with you for, uh, finding something that I was going to have to spend my, spend my money on and time on. Although granted that it didn't cost much. It was only bucks, but, <laughs> but now I have to follow this because I, I really loved it. I, I, I read the first, you know, I probably read the first 10 pages. It was like, I don't know why Jason wants me to read this. What? It's okay, I guess. And then Anya shows up and I'm like, okay, I really like this. And and then when they completed the family, I I just I, I love it. I I want more. I guess like since Iris is invested in it, then. Well, I'm probably not going to be reading it to her because, <laughs> I mean, I read so to a certain point, and it's just there is way too much murder in it. So I don't know that I want her to get used to that. Too much yeah. murder, death, kill. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not murder, death, kill. It's mission, deliver, kind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think it might be safe to say that. Um, it, it, wait, how many volumes are out so far? I don't I know the answer to this. this, is, this is I saw of, one. Only yeah, one. It, o- only one is available in the U.S. Amazon <sighs> has the first four um, available for pre-order. Volume two, volume one came out at the beginning of May. Volume two will be out in um, August. And well. Uh, Let's see, uh, like um, August or like at the end of September, and Volume Three I think will be out in December. Okay. So this is this is a very new um, jump series, and what we all know that like you know there are some jump series that are going to run for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
This, so this one, yeah, <laughs> this this one's like I don't know, like, um, given that given it's like relatively grounded, uh, acidic, ground, uh, grounded. I say in air quotes because um, it's like you know this is you know it's like compared to like say like other like long running jump series like it's like good old good old Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. It's like this one feels like it's probably gonna if it's going to run for anything, it's going to run probably between like. Say like the twelve that Death Note ran and the um twenty one that um Assassination Classroom ran ran for just because it doesn't feel like it's got like that infinitely expendable um setup, but I will I do think that you know like it does set up some good story some potentially interesting stories here because because you know it's like they could um for all I know they could just like run out that initial setup where like they um deal with that um with the uh with with um that um like like foreign emissary in the next like in the next volume and then like they realize oh how are we gonna stay together oh we're gonna find a way of course yeah and and of course i'm sure that that, you know there's that they're gonna find out that that lloyd is eventually gonna find out about um yours um you know like like um day job as an assassin and that um anya is like you know also a telepath though it wouldn't it it really wouldn't surprise. I mean, he could find out that like Anya's a telepath in the next volume, or he could just like go through the entire series not realizing that at all. It, it, it that could, that could go as well. But overall, it's like it's like I am, I am kind of in, invested and interested in seeing how this how the series goes like from from here on out. And like I said, like assuming it doesn't go for like seventy volumes. Well, yeah. I actually bought this volume digitally, so it's like that's not really a problem as far as shelf space goes. But, um, but uh, Rob Byron, so uh, you guys invested in um, volume two? Whatnot? Well, uh, before they answer that question, yes, yes, John. Before they answer that question, I think that in six months or seven months, <laughs> we could revisit this and see how it looks. But if you have predictions. Which you kind of hinted at, like, oh, it could go this way or that way. You could mention them now. I mean, because, you know, is it going to follow the typical tropes that we're used to, do you think? Uh, it's like, it's, you know, it's like, I would think that if the series is going to go on for a decent length of time, that we're probably going to get to some point where, like, you know, it subverts expectations. Because um, if this, all the good jump series do, it's like you know we re- reach a point where we realize that oh, you know what we originally thought the series was going to be about. Well, it's going to be about something else, um, right, Myron? Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been biting my tongue and holding my breath because I have this ultra instinct um, whiskey. I see what you did there. Yeah, I have, I have this ultra instinct whiskey rant that <laughs> I was. I was going to lead up into. So I'm, I, I'm already sold on this series. Like from what I read so far, I like it. I, I, I want to say that first and for, uh, and foremost, um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the pictures that I posted up on Skype, but I grew up buying uh Shonen jump on a regular basis uh, came out weekly for 400 yen, 500 yen, which is about four or five bucks. And when you bought Weekly Jump, there's so many comics in one fat, thick stack 
I mean, you get a chapter at a time. Mm -hmm. So you could either buy it weekly and spend that much money, or pick your favorite series and 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 just wait for the volumes as we did today, going over Spy uh, Spy Cross Family or Spy X Family. Um, when it comes to One Piece, which is one of the most biggest animes, biggest mangas, I appreciate it for what it is, but I don't care to get into it because it's it goes to what Jason has said. This is one of the most dragged on series that has ever been produced that I have been intimidated to jump into. Um, I think like Dragon Ball hasn't even like drugged that long. Like Dragon Ball, you know, I think Dragon I yeah. popped out about like what, like 35, 36 volumes. Uh, something like that. If, if I want to go like anime base, it was like 200 something. It was like 250 something, um, uh, episodes. Like when I lived in Okinawa, um, Dragon Ball, like I started watching Dragon Ball in 1990 and the series ended in like 96 and I'm going based off of that. So I know Shonen has that tendency to want to drag on a long time, but I have to admit that Naruto as popular as it was, I think was kind of like a nice pace. Bleach was actually kind of like a nice pace and I don't think Spy uh, Cross Family is going to drag on that long but i do see it being successful to where like we're gonna get a good amount of story but there's that there's that danger of like dragging a franchise on bit too long to where you tire out your viewers or you just have a certain story that you want to tell and get across and you already kind of have a predetermined plan let's say i plan to tell six sagas or seven sagas and it, it drags on a certain amount of time then if you plan it out that way like you can actually really tell a compelling story i kind of see a compelling story here i mean based off of like twilight's past and his kind of introductory to his character to anya's past like the little bit of a past that we got from her being experiment 007 and <laughs> yeah it's like I, yeah. I saw it. it's like he was like experiment number zero zero seven and it's like yeah ah, yeah yeah i mean we we, we see we're, we're getting little hints and from what you're telling me about uh your like like i haven't gotten to that point yet but obviously you're telling me that your has a drive to doing what she does and each of these individuals have a singularity to their drive and to their story. But now that they're forced in a family environment that it sounds like they necessarily never had before, maybe except for your, because she has a brother, but not, not that, not that family unit of a mother, father, child. Like now that they're being driven into, uh, I guess you would call it a nuclear family unit. This is going to cause some type of drive, some type of change in their life to where we can got we can get some more dynamic storytelling but not to the point where i'm making issue 980 you know what i'm saying so it's like i i i i sent you guys some images of like a couple of jump uh covers which shows like the most popular yeah. franchises which you, you're gonna see some one piece you're gonna see my hero academia you're gonna see some naruto blah 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 and at 
of these two images, I don't see anything of Spy cross family, but that series came out like last year. So moving forward, I I, I like this story enough, and I can see I can see where it could go to where we're gonna start seeing Twilight or Anya on these covers because it's gonna be a more compelling, more um, entertaining story to tell. And I'm like I like you said, Jason and and Rob. Like, I mean, like you got me into something that I never thought I would get to into My Hero Academia because I'm like all about that right now. And so like buying this, like okay, like I'm I'm ready to jump into something new. So when a volume two does release, I probably will buy that. And it's like. I have a lot of volumes of Shonen Jump. Like I'm looking at my collection right now. I have, I have like one through ten of Shaman King. I have basically almost every Dragon Ball from the time I was like ten years old to now. Uh, Bleach. I have like the first twenty five volumes. Naruto. I have the first twenty volumes. Like depending on how, depending on how many volumes I get into, like you know determines like on how much i'm into a, a a series or into a franchise it's expensive to buy these at times so i don't have complete sets or complete collections but if i have more than three then that means i'm into it and so like i'm really interested to see where they go with this series because these three main characters that were introduced to in volume one are going to feed off of each other and grow each other in ways that uh, we weren't introduced to now. And so, like, Anya being told that she needs to hide her power, eventually she's going to come out with it, and it's going to help them in their missions. Uh, um, Twilight, as much as he's been a solo spy, I feel eventually he's going to have to come out and start to rely on help and allies and a family that he's never really, at least from what we've been introduced, never really been open to in the past. And so I feel like there's so much more to tell in this story. And like Jason knows me when it comes to artwork, I love the artwork in this, uh, in this manga. Like when it comes to like the opening, the opening pages in color introducing <laughs> introducing like everyone has a secret self they don't show to other people and and not to very friends, Japanese as well not to lovers like those introductory pages being in color and you see like Twilight hiding like all his spy stuff and um, I'm sorry what was the woman's name again your 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 having these like corpses. <laughs> on her side of the table and Anya in the middle, just kind of looking like, I just love that introduction right there. And the artwork is just so beautiful. And as you go through, as you go through this manga and you kind of see like the, the traditional anime manga, like comedy, like expressions from Anya when she's kind of getting like, you know, locked into the apartment or I see you move out the way when you know when twilight's trying to lock her in like those expressions are just hilarious so it's got a it's got a nice blend of serious shown in action but then shown in comedy as well and i honestly i you know 
F you, Jason, for making me spend more money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making me making me spend more money on something that, like, oh crap, like this is just another expense. But this is something I'm I'm really interested to keep my eye on, and I I would love to see an anime series come out of this too. Oh, this oh, is going to be, be the, fantastic. There's going to be an anime series of this at some point. I mean, it's like it's a jump series that is. Has already established like a, a reasonable amount of popularity. I think the only the only thing keeping us from an anime series at this point is that you know there's like what only four or five volumes like at this like of the series out at this point. Of course, and and of course, as we know, the the anime manga formula. Of course, like the manga always has to be ahead of what uh, the anime is portraying on television. So. Yeah, it's like, and I think that you know, with the way things are right now, it's like they realize that oh, we don't have to just you know keep the mo- the anime going. It's like we can actually just like you know, oh, just adapt like X part of the manga, X part of the manga, and then just wait like a couple months until it gets more, and then just adapt that as well. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that 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 that's probably what's going to happen. That's probably what's going to happen with um Spy X family, and so I think that um well, it's like it's like I. It, like, this very this could very well be the next the next big thing, and I think that John raises it, made a very good point in the sense that you know we might want to revisit this like in another six months because like six months from now it's like it's going to be a very different world. It's like you know it's like um, everything all considered, but at in six months like the uh, four like the uh, like the four volumes that have, the three the three volumes that have been solicited by Amazon should be out as well. So it's like I, it's like, hey, if you guys, so if you guys just like are like, I'm um, gonna gonna keep reading this. I mean, I'm I'm going to keep reading this because even though like I, I have kind of like my issues with you know how they've handled yours um characterization and kind of the overall very very silly tone like of this like of this volume. I'm it's like there's like so the confidence kind of does kind of win me over. And I kind of want to see where they're going with this as well and. Yeah, it's like with um, most Stone Jump series, there is kind of a point where it's like it it does kind of like just like click, in the mm-hmm. sense that you know, hey, it's like you know, like this is the this is the point where like the series becomes great. So it's like yeah. I want to see if like that you know, th- does the series get to that point as well. I have a, fr- I have a pretty good feeling that I probably that I probably will, and I'm I want to see like you know what happens what happens that what happens there. So like six so another six months. So we so we um be able to get in six months, y'all. You know, I I think I think I'm up for that. Um, and just kind of touching on what you said, and maybe maybe Rob could you know attest to this for you know to me as well. But um, you know, growing up, I thought there was never any series that could ever touch Dragon Ball. And then you know, I got into Naruto and I got into Bleach, and I totally kind of agree with you on like. You know, even though I never read up to that point just yet, but I can kind of understand what you're coming, what you both were coming from regarding uh, yours storyline. Where like, yeah, just from this volume, you're not necessarily like there are issues that need to be overcome. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you're not totally sold in which like, okay, there's some issues that need to be overcome. But at least, you know, depending on the writer and depending on, you know, how the story fleshes out, um, you know, I'm, I'm very, from what you guys talked about, I'm very hopeful that this is just that 
worm in the hook that kind of keeps you wanting to keep buying more and more volumes and we're going to get those answers and we're going to get that storyline fleshed out in later volumes so i mean just alone like for me that hasn't even gotten to your uh your yet i'm already invested in twilight and anya and what is to be expected from their characters being fleshed out and and just introducing like an assassin who would be quote unquote labeled maybe like the villainous character. Cause you remember when Anya got kidnapped by a real life villain, she was like, Oh, a real life villain. And they have like a, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. he, has, he has the gun with the silencer. Like she's getting exposed to, uh, these realities that she's only seen in her favorite anime, like spy wars. And now you're, she's thrown in a dynamic where her papa is a spy and her mama is an assassin who would be a traditional villain. So I'm I'm re- I'm I'm really curious to how this dynamic is going to work to where these three are actually the antagonists to this whole storyline. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. But um, but I guess we're getting close to wrapping things up here. So so Rob, you got any final thoughts? Like here. Uh, there is one thing that I wanted to say, which is uh, when we were talking about character growth, um, one of the interesting aspects of it is uh, how Anya, as a telepath, is able to know both of her parents' secrets, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with without them knowing that she's a telepath, and when if when or if they find out she's a telepath it's going to change things significantly mm-hmm. and so i wonder how long it will take before they do that um it could be a very different book if if it goes on say it only goes on for you know five volumes or something and and they find out at the end or they find out, and then it just changes into a completely new type of book. Is she going to grow up? Or are they going to do something like that? You know, because some sometimes they'll they'll keep them the same age or whatever. But if they actually you know really go a long time with this, the book could become radically different if she grows up as a character. I, what one thing I, I noticed in like the uh, the bonus pages for this first volume is that like apparently Anya was a bit older as she was initially conceived. Yeah. So. So it's like it's so I mean, like it wouldn't surprise me if like they decided to keep her like this young over the course of the series because hey you know like cute is adorable, <laughs> but um, at the same time it's like it wouldn't it also wouldn't surprise me if they decided to keep her um, telepathy secret yep. from the uh, like from her parents as well because that would also like that's a that's a big running joke right now yeah so it's kind of like. You know, it's like okay. Do we do we want to puncture that right now? It's like I imagine like it's probably like they could do that, but I don't think it's gonna happen for a while. It's like for a while, if ever, just because like you know it's just, it's kind of a running joke that they can probably just like milk for a for a good long while, if if forever. I mean, for all I know, it's like maybe we'll get like you know like a follow up series that just focuses on Anya, like after her parents. Like have gotten out of the spy game, and like now she's running things herself, and like you know she's like, it's like she's using her own spy build, her own telepathy to be like a master spy herself, without ever having told her parents that oh it's like you know I hey mom and dad I I can actually read minds, so, but you know that's getting way ahead of things right now. So I think that 
I think that like she's probably just gonna keep this thing, keep this like stuff secret for for a good long while. But um, as it is, though, it's like I'm I'm invested in reading the uh, in reading the next volume. It's like and um, I'm also invested in probably just like hey, you know, just like coming back to I'm um, roping you guys in. It's like and John as well to uh, talk about the series in like another six months and all. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining, guys, and thanks for um, participating, and uh, we'll definitely do the follow-up episode. So um, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right. Laters, guys. Cool. Thanks for Thank having you. us on again. Always yeah, a pleasure, like John and Myron and Rob. All right. See ya. <laughs>